Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we're not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do. And they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants would live way up in the highland. The young graves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path and they would jump on them and kill them, drag them back to the village and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear. You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have an awesome episode in store for you guys because I am joined with Isaiah. Now, Isaiah reached out to me and he's got a powerful testimony. And I know it's going to reach somebody else out there. When I heard what he had to say, I'm like, bro, I want you to come on an episode and edify somebody else who's out there who might be feeling the same way, have dealt with the same things. So it's going to be a shorter episode, you guys, but this is a powerful one. Isaiah, thank you for being here, bro. Yeah, no problem, man. Awesome. So let's let's start off. We talked on the phone the other day, and um, you know, I was kind of asking you, how did you find the podcast? Give us a brief overview of you know what your life has looked like to this point. Give us like that thirty thousand foot overview. Just you know, you came back to the Lord recently. Just everything that's on your heart uh, in regards to our phone call, bro. Just just take it. Uh, well, it was like late. December last year, I just started, uh, I was just feeling called like throughout my life. I've felt like the Lord calling me and stuff, but for probably about the last like 10 years, I just wasn't listening to it and just kind of doing my own thing, just living by the flesh basically. And started looking around on like podcasts on Spotify and stuff. And I was just randomly like trying to find stuff about the Nephilim and all that kind of fringe, like the weird topics nobody ever really talks about. I stumbled upon uh, one podcast and like, it was pretty good. Like I liked it at first. And like the more I kept listening to it, the guy like he would, he would talk about the Bible and everything. And then once I actually 
started looking at the Bible and reading it myself, like I kind of figured out this guy was not really telling the truth about a lot of things. Like he was basically twisting the words around to fit what he wanted it to be like to make him sound better and everything. And it's kind of like, I started praying about it. Like, you know, like God, like help me find like a show like this, but that is actually like strong in the scripture and like actually led by God. And then I just, I found one of your episodes with Gary Wayne and just kind of been hooked since then, just like listening to more and more and just learning every time I listen. It's been really cool. But uh, I've had a pretty wild life. Uh, I was raised in church from the time I was like a baby till basically like I was physically big enough to tell my parents I didn't want to go anymore and there wasn't really anything they could do about it. And like in that time, like I, my dad was in a gospel quartet and he sang all over like the Midwest basically. So we were in and out of like all these like random churches every weekend, just about. <clears throat> but uh, essentially, like I just I fell away from it. I just didn't, I wasn't really feeling it, you know, like I, someone just got a hold of me and, it's kind of telling me just like all oh, this is not like, it's not true. Like you don't need to worry about this and like God's not real and everything like that. And I just kind of for a long time was getting into some like darker stuff, messing with Ouija boards as a teenager and dabbling in all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm a musician. So I just got kind of entangled and wrapped up in the whole sex drugs and rock and roll lifestyle which is never really going to lead to a very good place but it seems like fun at the time until you realize it's really not um and then i just kept going further and further away and just kept felt like i really started losing more and more pieces of myself along the way with every step i would take in the opposite direction and i just got like I was just really depressed all the time, and I had this buddy, like, I'd known him since seventh grade and everything, like, he was the first person I ever played music with, like, we would talk all the time about, like, Bible stuff and everything, because, like, he was raised in church, too, and I hadn't heard from him for a few years, and then just randomly, he uh, just called me one night and asked me a Bible question, and I kind of just brushed it off at the time like didn't really want to talk or think about any of that and a couple days went by and I just started thinking I don't even remember what it was he asked me but I started thinking more about it and something just like told me to like get into the bible like start reading it for yourself like you there's there's something there like you can get from this like there's something you need there I started going like started with genesis and just reading about God creating everything. Like it just, something hit, like it just made me cry when I was reading. And I'm like, I don't know why it was just like, it was just beautiful. And I started further. I got into it just like, okay, like this is not like just a storybook. Like I used to think like, this is for one, like it's, it's ancient human history and stuff. But for two, like it's, it's telling us about our creator and giving us like characteristics of him. And like, 
telling us all the stuff that he's done for us. And it's just, the further I started going, like I just couldn't stop. Like I just keep diving in. I just want to know and learn more. And like eventually, like it just it came down to it. Like okay, like so, like this is the truth. And you know, like I always used to say, like when I was turned around from it, you know, like. Well, I believe in God, but I think it's different than the Christian God. And I just think it's like not the same as everything else. And like looking back, like it was, I kind of, after like realizing what these teachings and like that thought pattern was, like it was kind of lined up with like Gnostic to where like I always used to think like Jesus was just trying to teach us how to like be gods and like realize how absolutely wrong that is now like there's no way to do that but uh just really like seeing and feeling the love of god like as i'm diving into the book and just trying to get closer and feel like reaching and like he's reaching back for me it's not like anything i ever felt before in my life that's powerful that's a powerful testimony the scriptures say that uh you know, we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then he starts to add all this stuff onto us, adding peace back, right. And adding the calling back and the anointing back on our life. And just hearing you say that, I even just hear it in your voice, man. And it just is powerful. It's powerful. Keep testifying. Keep testifying. Um, so dabbling around in like the occult stuff, there were, quite a few very strange things that had happened. Um, and it just, it kind of all added into me being like, okay, well, like anything I learned in church is obviously false. If like this kind of stuff is happening, like nobody's ever talked about that. And they just kind of have always brushed it off. Like, like messing around with the Ouija board when I was like 15, 16 and all this just real strange. I remember like, sitting in the garage with my friends with like a candle and everything and just sitting there and the thing starts moving and spelling words and everything. And at first I'm like, okay, like this, this is somebody's doing this. And then I did it alone one time. And like, I always heard like, it's not supposed to work when you do it alone. And I don't know if it was just like me, like subconsciously moving around, but like this thing started talking to me, just telling me not really anything important, but, the same time it was just like whoa like this is crazy like i don't know how to explain this i remember i was messing around with that thing one time with one of my best friends at the time and we were like asking it for a sign to like know that it was real or whatever and we just like got off of the board and then just my whole friend just like disappeared i could see everything around him but there was just like a shadow standing in front of him he said he saw the same thing with me and you know, like I, that should have been a sign, like run away from this. This is not good, but you know, like teenage brains and anything you think is cool, you're just going to keep doing. And eventually it got like, I was laying in my bed one morning, my door was shut. I heard my door open somehow. And all of a sudden, like it just like, feel the pressure of somebody like getting into bed with me like a cold arm wrapping around me and I just hear like whisper in my ear like I'm here 
I sit up, look around, like nobody's there. It's completely black in my room. It's maybe 6.30, 7 in the morning. That freaked me out enough to where I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't want to mess with this anymore. <laughs> um, but I wasn't sure how to like get away from that. Like, cause I know those things open doors. I don't, I didn't know how to close them or anything. I mean, it's a cool th- It was like a cool thing to talk about. And like, I probably bragged to people about it. Like, yeah, like I had a ghost, like cuddle with me or whatever, <laughs> but like looking back on it now, like that definitely is not something to be proud of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's so many people out there that have very similar stories, like exactly what you just said, you know, especially our generation, this millennial generation, a lot of the times, you know, Ouija boards were huge when I was growing up too. And I never played with one, but there's something supernatural about it. And when, people are go when younger people were going to the church at the time and they were seeing and they're seeing like this kind of fake Christianity in some churches, not all churches, right? They just see this religious setting and people giving them rules, right? It's just rules, stand up, sit down, count beads, show up, get, check your box, right? You have to dress in this attire. And most of, most of the bigger influential churches like like the catholic church for example i mean this is a huge population of christianity and a lot of the times people uh, the younger people we don't find any power in that we just think this is another discipline system this is another control mechanism right they just want us to be a good little boy right from whatever background and any of us came from in christianity but then when you would dabble in the occult stuff or in any of this witchcraft or i mean all of it people would see power like you said, they'd see stuff move, they'd see apparitions, they'd see stuff happen. And I think that's what was attractive a lot of the times for our generation was we weren't really being taught, we weren't being mentored or guided, but then we're seeing power manifest in these these specific things that were very relevant in our, in our culture, uh, the timeline that we grew up. But this is what God is setting this generation free from. You see, because like... You listen to the show, so you know there's lowercase g gods. There's these dominion ruling authorities, these these principalities, powers, rulers, dominions, archons that are strategically set up that have influence. That have influence over region, over over people, over the culture, the music that we listen to. So when we get into the the correct order of thinking that what Jesus did, he's not just some man with a beard and sandals. Like we're talking about the creator, the essence of God, Yahweh, the greatest one of all coming in the flesh of a man in order to cover the chasm, to dethrone these lowercase g gods, to literally strip the power away from them. They don't have power anymore because the word says we overcome by our testimony and by the blood of the lamb. So, man, I just I love hearing uh, testimony stories about like, hey, this is where I was. I feel the tugging. I feel God calling me out of the darkness into the light because that's for this time. That's our generation, Isaiah. Absolutely. I Like I've, I've felt it my whole life, just either always ignored it or didn't jump straight into it like I did this time like this time I'm feel like I'm getting everything that I should have been getting all along like it just it makes me feel super foolish for not getting it earlier you know 
Well, I think there's something too, like what our testimony, when we go through certain things, you're going to be able to minister to people that, that are going through exactly what you experience. It's like the prodigal son too, right? It's like you have this compassion and understanding because there's other people in the church that maybe never played with a Ouija board. Maybe they never ran from God, but they live in, they're addicted to pornography. You know what I mean? So they have other troubles. They have other things they're dealing with, but you have a a specific lens of things you experience that now you're going to be equipped to minister to other people. As people are coming out of the darkness into the light, you're going to be like, listen, I've been there. I went down that road. I, I, I have these experiences and there's power in that because when you genuinely went through that kind of stuff and you're looking at somebody in their eyes saying, listen, I experienced this, but you can be set free from it. There's greater power. That's, that's a part of your testimony. So I do see power in that. You know, it's just how God flips the script is what is just amazing. Like he takes the the wreck of everything, our bad choices, right? Calls us out, unbelievable mercy and grace and favor, and then equips us to go into the very areas we once were in bondage in with like the sword of the spirit and start slaying the demons in that area and setting other people free. I mean, this is, this is real life. This is real stuff. This is not fairy tale. There's light and there's darkness. There's good and there's evil. And we are in a battlefield. We are battling for souls. We're contending for eternal positions. When this physical body leaves the earth, man, it gets me excited, but I want to ask you. So what was like, what was one of the most powerful episodes you listened to here on the mustard seed? Like, was there a point in time where you heard some content here and just said, man, that makes sense. That's puzzle pieces are coming together. What was helpful for you with the podcast? Oh, it's, it's been literally just about every single episode I've listened to. Uh, the, the, uh, three part symposium had a lot of, a lot of times where I was just sitting there. Like it's putting a lot of things together for me. And uh, even like just recently, the Stacy Chavez one like that hit me hard because I, like I said, like I'm a musician, but the last seven months, like I haven't done anything at all with it. Like I've been wanting to, I just have been sitting on it and not doing anything at all. <laughs> and that just like it kind of lit a fire under me. Like you know, like you have this gift. Like God has allowed you to be good at creating sounds and stuff like use that, but like, don't use it for your selfish, like try to be a rock star thing anymore. Like use it to glorify and praise God. Like you have the ability should be using it for that. Powerful, powerful, powerful. And this is the ripple effect. By you sharing your testimony, Isaiah, somebody else out there may hear that and they, they've been getting the nudge too. You know what I mean? There's some type of gift that they have where they just needed to hear it reiterated by somebody else. They needed to hear somebody else pretty much say uh, that they're, they're not alone. You know, maybe they're disconnected. Maybe this person who's sitting out there listening to this episode when it airs. You know, they're dealing with suicidal ideations. Maybe they're dealing with this this false reality overlay. They don't actually know what their identity is. They don't actually know that God loves them, but they had these gifts that they were using in a perverted way. And they're wondering, what am I going to do now? I've surrendered the idea of 
prospering in darkness. It doesn't work, right? We can't prosper in the darkness. And that your testimony could just challenge somebody to shift and to go, you know what? I'm going to bring my gift before the Lord of Lords, the Lord of hosts, the Prince of peace, the everlasting one, Jesus, right? The one, the greatest name above all names. There's no other name we are given by which we may be saved by. And that this is what the mustard seed is about. This is what the ripple effect is about. Uh, covering these chasms, testifying, and just taking the journey and taking it with each other. Like, bro, when you're listening to an episode, like Stacy, uh, her and Klaus come up here like once a month and we do like prayer meetings, just like really humble, small prayer meetings that are now starting to really grow and start starting to change literally real time. It's amazing. Um, and when she was talking on that episode, that encouraged me. <laughs> so like, I know it's encouraging somebody else, you know, and to testify to declare this is a good thing there's power in that so i thank you for taking this time um you know to come on air with me now now i just want you real quick to share your heart on why were you led to donate to to help us with traveling this month like what was that shift where you're like man i want to i want to help rod with some gas money you know to get to where he needs to be what what was going on in your heart what was god stirring up in you well i mean like i'd been listening to the show for a couple months, maybe like three months at this point and just getting a lot out of it, learning a lot. And just, I feel like it was helping to like grow my faith a little bit and learning about all this like different stuff. And then when I heard like, you're about to start stepping out and like going and talking to places and just, you know, like everything that you've helped me like figure out and everything, like, I just figured like, like God just like put it on my heart to help you to do that. Cause like, if, if I can get that out of listening to you, like maybe there's somebody at one of these places that you're going to be talking at, that like have maybe been thinking about like running through in their mind, all these things that like you know about and have like learned about and if they can get even close to any of like the same sort of like edification and like any of that, that, I've gotten out of it. Like it is definitely worth it to give you. So other people can find that. That's powerful, man. That's blessed. Very blessed. Wow. Wow. You, you have a calling on your life and God is, this is a new season for all of us. And God is going to position you with, with your gift in mind that he's given you. You know, this is the opportunity now for for you to stir up, to rattle the cage, to, to shake the ground a little bit with the truth and to see things that once seemed like so dark and so distant actually start to get flipped. You know, like you can affect your friends and your family with this testimony, this message. And just, man, I would just say to you, bro, keep praying in secret. You know, you go close the door. We pray in secret. We edify each other. We speak truth and keep reading that word, man, because uh, you're born for such a time as this, just as I am. And I don't know exactly where God's going to call you and what he has in store for you. But I know that if we seek him, he will equip us. Our ministry will make room for itself. If we seek him first, like don't take my advice for it, go to the word. You know what I mean? And if what I'm saying is, is backs up with the word of God and it lines up with the word of God. And this is for everybody, for myself, even just when I'm 
talking with other people. If if we're listening to a podcast, you guys, if we're, you know, whatever, whatever it is, talking with a friend about the Bible, we have to be diligent to study to show ourselves well approved. So that means we need to get the book and flip that thing open and we need to be checking to see if the fruit, to see if the measure of what people are speaking in into into your life and speaking about you is that true in this word right does it say that god has plans to prosper me not to harm me to give me a hope in a future yes it does and if you guys don't know it says that I challenge you to go find those verses. Do a little bit of digging. Dig deep into that word because it will change your life. I told you when we talked on the phone, Isaiah, the Bible is the only book that exposed how many years I wasted sitting in the darkness. Yep. It's the only one. It's the only one. So, man, I thank you for your time, bro. Just just keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, I just I've been praying for you and I just I'm thankful you know, a few people have reached out to help us get to where we need to be this month. <clears throat> and God is faithful. It's just like at the last minute or at the pinch at times you can see, okay, you know, God will make a way. And we, we're living in difficult times. I mean, money is tight for everybody right now. There's a lot of uncertainties, you know, everything that's going on in the world. I mean, I'm getting messages and, and listen to this, Rod, check this out. What are your thoughts on this all day long? And, and back to the basics, you guys. Because God is our power move. He is going to be the one that makes a way where there seems like there's no way. And uh, I just want to encourage the audience at this point in time, keep seeking God and you guys work in your gift. Just like Stacy talked about, if you have an anointing, if you have a gift, bring it before God. Pray about it in secret and say, God, what am I supposed to do with this? You want me to lay this down for a season? Um do you want me to start just worshiping you with my music, with my instruments? Can I just worship you, God? And if, if you put this anointing on me, I'll go out and every, it doesn't matter. You can send me to all four corners of this plane and, and I'll worship and praise you. But whatever that gift is that you guys have, now is the season to stir it up again. Uh, now is the time to hear this message and go, you know what? Nothing's going to hold me back. What my, my ex said about me, what my friends said about me, what, it doesn't matter. What this church who rejected me said about me, it doesn't matter. Don't listen to what people said about you. Listen to what God says about you. And he's got good plans for you. So keep trusting him and keep following after the word. Isaiah, it was an honor to have you here with me. Thank you for coming on and testifying. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's been, it's been awesome. You guys share this one. This episode needs to go out there and stir somebody else up. Somebody else out there needs to hear this one. And I'm depending on you guys to share it to help us reach that other person. Don't forget to leave me that five-star rating and review. That's how you guys can also help the show grow, that we can reach another person just like me and just like you. So God bless and goodbye.